0: what's going on welcome to another episode of the adventures in djing podcast and this episode pretty excited about i get to talk to one of my longest and oldest friends in the radio game this is how we met i was working overnights on a small country station in middletown ohio for about a year and a half this girl i was dating at the time said hey at work they were talking about needing on-air personalities you should apply well If you lived or grew up in the Cincinnati area in the 90s, early 2000s, because this is circa 2003, 2004, you probably listened to Warm 98, and he was the program director of Warm 98. The weird thing about it is, is while I worked for him, we had a a boss-employee relationship. It wasn't until after I had moved on that we became really, really, really close friends, and I looked to him like a radio dad of sorts. Uh, one of my favorite people that I've encountered in the radio game. He is more knowledgeable than just about anyone I've ever worked with or worked for. His name is Ted Morrow. Welcome to the best night of your life with DJ Nick Scott. Let's go. The one and only Ted Morrow. What's going on, man?
1: Oh well, not much just sitting out here in the deck with uh, the pups and mama and uh, enjoying the cloudy skies.
0: <laughs> the pups and mama. You sound like such an old fart. You realize that, right? I
1: am an old fart. <laughs> I am an old fart.
0: You and I met all the way back in 2004 because you hired me for a job at Warm 98 Cincinnati. Uh, right, right. 2004. And you were a
1: you were, you were good, good jock. I mean, you, you were in. You, know, you were attentive. um, You were learning. You, you know, you were green, yep. but, um, you know, um, you were, you were a good hire
0: now. So I left there and, uh, a couple years later went to, um, uh, West Virginia, which the most ironic part I think of our story is we both are, our paths crossed <laughs> in Cincinnati and then I went yeah. to West Virginia. And then six months later you went to West Virginia. Yeah, so, I did. So, so it's kind of crazy how that happened.
1: Yeah, you were in uh, Charleston, and I was in Beckley. Yeah, and I, I still am. I've yeah. you know, It's been 13 years now.
0: And I'm still in Charleston 14 years now.
1: So yeah. Um, yeah. so what do you
0: got going on in your world right now? I know you're not in the DJ game anymore, but you're an OG DJ. I mean, you were doing this back in the 80s <laughs> when you were breaking your back with wood cabinets
1: and stuff. Oh, my God. Yeah, the, the, all the albums, the 12-inch singles, you know, um, it, it, the 45s, and of course, and then CDs. Um, and you had to lug all that. It was the computer era was just as far as DJing was just starting to get its feet wet, and we did have a laptop and uh, had some music in there, but uh, most people wanted to see a spin, and you know whether that be CD or you know um, or vinyl. And it, you know we were booked solid. I mean, you can relate to this. We were booked solid for. Oh, my gosh! like six months ahead of time. Oh yeah, um you know, and it, it was it was it was good, but it, you know I, I got burned out on it. I really did, you know uh, the the drunk uncle Louie coming up with cocktail neck stuffed in his ear, you know, hey, what are you playing this shit through loud for? you know yeah and, and you know, you and I have talked before about how you know when you sit down with the bride and the groom, yeah. Uh, you know, they choose the music and you, you're, you're doing this for them.
0: Yeah. hundred percent. And you, yeah.
1: you try to explain it to the family members and the friends and it's like, sorry, mate, you know, but this is how it is.
0: Yep. Yeah. I've, uh, I've, I've had a few of those moments, but thankfully oh, yeah. I don't, uh, I don't have a lot of those <laughs> anymore, <laughs> but you know, yeah. uh, I, I love it. That's why I still do it. There have been mm-hmm. times that I've been, I've been burned out, you know, uh, usually right around new year's. Um, because by, by new years, I've been going heavy since March <laughs> mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah. needing a break, but, uh, but yeah, well, so, COVID-19
1: probably gave you that break.
0: You know, what's weird. I haven't DJed since the end of February. Um, I had, mm-hmm. I've lost, well, I can't say lost. I've, I've rescheduled 20 events, uh, all into mm-hmm. 21. And I find myself sitting here at the beginning of May itching to get back out there. You know, oh, yeah. the break was nice, but it's like, man, I want to get back out there again. Mm-hmm. But
1: yeah, it's in your system, and you know, you're good at what you do, and uh, you know, it's it's a, it's a good outlet, it's a good release, like you said, for the creativity. And you're you're throwing a lot of mixes out there too. That uh, you know, I'm I'm very impressed with your mixes. That's oh, well, something I never really got that much into. I just didn't have the time. Didn't you know? Yeah. Didn't. Uh, what? You, you're you're still really into it. I've been doing this for over 40 years and, um, God and radio and yeah, it's, yeah. And so, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, this is my swan song. I'm, I'm here in Beckley and here's where I will retire. There you, know. you go.
0: You are on groovy in Beckley, correct?
1: Right. W A X S and, uh, we're a classic hit station. There's been a format change somewhat. I was leaning a little bit more towards, uh, classic rock, um, and throwing in some blues rock mixes and, um, well, they decided that they wanted to play nothing but the hits. Not I about the it, hits. you know. Um, so uh, that's what I'm doing now. I'm 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 basically playing music from the '60s all the way through the '90s. That's awesome. And putting that together when you're scheduling music sometimes can be a bit of a nightmare, but <laughs> it's it, it is it's is very hard to do. And but the best analogy I can give you in a format of that nature is if you think back in my day, when I first got into radio, top 40 radio. Which evolved to CHR, which evolved into like multi splinter formats from that. Oh yeah. Um, we played anything that was a hit. I don't if it was Kenny Rogers, uh, if it was Lionel Richie, if I don't care. You know. Bottom line is if it was a hit, no matter the format, we played it. You know, and that's pretty much what we're doing right now at Groovy. We're uh, we're playing the hits. Let me ask I've, you this: I've, got, I've gotten mixed responses on it.
0: Let me ask you this. So in the last five, six years, I was in top 40 radio. The Mm -hmm. company I worked for really adopted this spin it a lot while it's hot mentality. Mm I mean, we were playing the same song. I mean, it was easy. Every
1: 45 minutes.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, once an hour, maybe once every 90 minutes Uh, to the point where, you know, in this day and age of social media, we were getting a backlash, of sorts mm-hmm. uh you know people saying play something switch it up well you, you had
1: know? tune, but you didn't have any time spent listening because people were pushing buttons and they were leaving because they got tired of the repetition yeah
0: yeah the reason i bring that up is that something mm-hmm. that they're trying to do and groovy with some of the really big hits of those years
1: yep okay. absolutely yeah from 1960 all the way through 1999 and, um, you know, like I said, I've gotten mixed responses on it, but overall it's, it's a positive response. You know, all the hardcore classic rockers are, are kind of miffed about it, but we had another stick that came in and, and was doing classic rock and they still are and, and bless their hearts. They're, they're trying, yeah, but, absolutely. um, you know, we're, we're doing our yeah. own thing and we're, we're quite successful with it. We really are. I've got John Tesh in mornings, you know, John is syndicated. Um, I've known John for God, when when you were working with me in Cincinnati, do you remember when we brought him in for the Christmas yep, shows? I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think well, I've I known helped John since then.
0: I th- I think I helped uh, out on the, the behind the scenes part of that a little bit. hmm Yeah. Yeah. You did. As and, a matter of fact, you did. And yeah. We had uh, and, and, uh, Delilah so, at night.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll see. And and I always pushed for. I mean, I, I like Delilah. Uh, bless her heart. She's she's a good gal. But yeah. But I, she. It's a pillow talk type. Uh, well, not a pillow talk, a pillow crying show. Yeah. And I, I, John, is more informational, and I really wanted to switch over at Warm, uh, you know, years ago, and they wouldn't do it uh, for whatever reason. And then right after I left, when Cumulus bought um, Susquehanna, then they flipped over and they put John on Warm. It was like Scotty Meyer, his point man. And I were laughing about it. It was like, you know, <laughs> God, they waited until you left before they put John on. I said, well, you know, but John's been with me ever uh, from the onset. Well, a- actually, I guess it was, well, it- it's been over 12 years now yeah. that, 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 John has been on doing mornings for us. I remember that. Um, yeah, so it's, uh, and he's, he's very good. He, uh, he just wrote a book and did, uh, actually it's an audio, audio autobiography, uh, much along the lines of what James Taylor did. Um, and he's uh he's john's doing very well he's doing very well for himself now
0: you know. uh the big headline right now as we're we're recording this is uh obviously the coronavirus pandemic and uh mm-hmm. things are starting to open up what have you all uh been doing on groovy to kind of uh keep the listeners informed <sighs>
1: We're doing as much local as we possibly can online on our website, our Facebook page, and of course on air um, to let people know where there's COVID testing, uh, what businesses are closed, what are open. When it first hit, there was a lot of speculation as far as who was going to be open and who was not going to be open, who is essential, who is non essential, and we try to clear up, we try to give them facts. Um, and and give them links that they can go to. Um, Rick and Lola um, are our uh, our morning crew on uh, CIR, our sister station. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've done they're doing this thing called a morning briefing, and um, they they do this three times a morning on on their station on CIR, and it it, it transferred over to all the websites and whatnot, and they, they're posting links and. And giving good, positive information where people aren't going to freak out. Because, you know what, Nick, there's so much nonsense it's on social media right now.
0: Oh, it's a, it's insane. You don't know what to
1: believe, you know. Yeah. It's So go to the CDC, check them out. Oh, yeah. You know. Absolutely. Well, that's, as always. Uh, that's, what, that's what we've been doing.
0: You've been, uh, you're doing great work. I, I You know, I have fond memories of our days at Warm. Uh, I, I still uh, am friends on Facebook with uh, JD. You remember JD? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's still at warm. He's still after all these years rocking he, he, it out.
1: You know he's diehard. He's die, and he 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 uh, also does what you do. Yep. He's got that trailer. He does all those sock hops and that kind of thing. Oh yeah,
0: he's got it locked. Yeah, in. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah.
1: He's Moonlight Gardens or Moonlit Gardens out there at uh, Coney.
0: You held the number one midday ratings in Cincinnati radio for like fifteen years, didn't you? Or something crazy like that?
1: Uh, it was, I think, probably about ten. I was there close to 19 years, but uh, I held the record, and then one of my other radio children that I trained, Chris Lynn, a.k.a. Opie. Opie. He took, <laughs> Opie took my spot, okay? In Opie. fact, he wound up being the program director of, of the station, uh, but he actually beat my numbers. Oh, uh, did he? About, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, yeah. He beat my numbers, and uh, Opie. You know, we, we oh, laugh man. about it. We I, I, I talked to Opie probably uh, three years ago was the last time I spoke with him. He's actually doing independent consulting now, from what I understand. He's no longer at Warm? No. Oh, I did not know that. Bobby's not there either. Uh, oh, she's wow. doing freelance voice work. Well, I knew.
0: she. I, I'm i friends with her on the old Facey Spaces. I knew yeah. that. But I, I didn't know Chris left Warm. Wow. Oh, yeah. And and yeah. it's funny, folks may listen and go, well, why do you call him Opie? Go watch Andy Griffith and yeah. Opie, yok- yoki doki old Opie. And, and yeah. that was. This guy was him in an adult form.
1: <laughs> he was. He was. Chris, Chris is a sweet guy, man. He really is. He just uh, – I remember one Halloween, he came to work dressed as me. I walked in the studio, and I said, what are you doing? He goes, it's Halloween, man. And, you know, this is when I had my Harley. So yeah, he had yeah. he had jeans on and boots and, and – uh, some weird looking belt buckle. I don't know. It was, it was funny, and uh, you know, but he. he uh, yeah, he, I wish he I was could have seen really that. Was.
0: Well, you know, yeah. I I've always considered you uh, a radio dad to me. You know, even though we didn't get real close friends until after I I left, because we had pretty much a boss employee relationship there, and which you needed to have. Um, but well,
1: yeah, to a certain degree,
0: I left radio uh, as a personality. Three years ago, and in that time, I have had a few offers, but eh, I don't know if I'm uh, gun shy or what. But I just don't have any desire to, to go back into it. <laughs> Once
1: bitten, I, twice shy. Yeah,
0: but I can tell you yeah, this: brother. so, so I'm getting some of my mix shows aired, um, and I'm doing this podcast. And I got to be honest with you: it's the two things I loved about radio, and I get to do it on my terms. So, uh, exactly. So, I wanted to say thank you for everything you taught me. Uh, there's no way on earth I could have gone as far as I did without your knowledge, and there was a few spots. I taught you
1: a little bit, but you know what? When you left and went across the street to Q102, Grover and Patty taught you a heck of a lot there, my friend. They did. They, they did. really did. And I still talk. They, you know,
0: actually, I just sent Grover some country uh, segments. I'm working on country mix show segments, and
1: we we both we both worked radio in Cincinnati, and. um, i miss the natty i really do i mean it's changed so much but i i do miss it we had a lot of good times there
0: before we get off here i want to see 14 years has it been 14 years am i doing the math right
1: 2004
0: well let's see i worked for you in 2004 yeah 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 so 14 yeah Yeah, that's right yeah 16 years ago see if i still got it ready cincinnati's family friendly
1: warm 98 (laughs) yeah you hit it (laughs) (laughs) oh god yeah okay man you take care and uh you know just keep rocking keep sending me those mixtapes too
0: i will for sure